This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the new electric mail truck you've been waiting for is going to be about eight months late. As Army recruits continue to be down, the service is stepping up its sales classes for recruiters. And the 2024 CXO Fellows Program is taking applications. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Some 500 Customs and Border Protection agents reached the next step in a workplace discrimination case. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. Hundreds of CBP workers are alleging that after telling their supervisors they were pregnant, the employees were placed on light duty even when not requesting the accommodation. The plaintiffs say the blanket policy violates the Pregnancy Discrimination Act, which says employees should only be placed on light duty if they specifically request it. A judge at the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has now certified the case as a class action lawsuit. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Postal Service says its next generation fleet of delivery vehicles is behind schedule. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. USPS says in a federal court filing that it now expects to receive its first next-generation vehicles in June 2024. The agency previously said vendor Oshkosh Defense would provide those vehicles this October. USPS placed its initial order for the next-gen fleet in March 2022 and spent nearly $3 billion to buy 50,000 vehicles. USPS expects electric vehicles will make up 75% of its next-generation fleet, but it's still facing a lawsuit from 16 states over an earlier plan to acquire a mostly gas-powered fleet. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. House Homeland Security Committee leaders are raising questions about a new office at the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. In a letter to CISA Director Jen Easterly, Cybersecurity Subcommittee Chairman Andrew Garbarino and Ranking Member Eric Swalwell asked about CISA's plan for a, quote, systematically important entities office. The lawmakers want to know how exactly the new organization will evaluate systematic risks across U.S. critical infrastructure. They also want a detailed description of the office's proposed structure, estimated staffing levels, and required resources. A federal judge upends two major acquisition initiatives from GSA. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains more. The Court of Federal Claims struck down GSA's interpretation of Section 876 in the Polaris Small Business Government-Wide Acquisition Contract. The court says GSA's use of the authority not to have prices and evaluation factor at the main contract level was too broad and upheld a protest of Polaris last week. And now that decision is impacting other GSA acquisition efforts. The agency says it will have to add price as an evaluation factor to the Oasis Plus multiple work contract, pushing back the timeline for release of the final solicitation by a month or more. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Department of Transportation is making sure cybersecurity is a factor in new U.S. infrastructure projects. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. DOT's approach to ensuring cybersecurity is a factor in its infrastructure grants includes four main ingredients. The agency is telling grantees, including state and local government offices, to designate a cybersecurity point of contact 
develop a cyber incident reporting plan, create a cyber incident response plan, and conduct a cybersecurity self-assessment. Transportation Chief Information Officer Cordell Schachter. We would like infrastructure that's either modernized or newly built to be secure by design. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The next generation of federal leaders have a chance to hone their skill sets in the 2024 CXO Fellows Program. Employees at the GS9 to GS13 levels in the acquisition, data, finance, human capital, and IT sectors now can apply for this 12-month virtual program to grow professionally and build a diverse network of rising leaders from across the government. The fellows meet about three times a month on Fridays. Applications for the CXO Fellows Program are due by June 9th. A new course developed by the Uniformed Services University teaches nurses how to treat mental health issues in military children. The course identifies such mental health disorders, which are exacerbated in many cases when a parent leaves the home for a deployment. The course focuses on evidence-based treatments for depression, anxiety, ADHD, and behavioral problems. The first students took the course last year, and the school refined the course this year as it went through the rollout process. Heading into another year of projected shortfalls in recruiting, the Army is changing the way it trains recruiters. The Army Recruiting Command added two weeks to the basic training course for new recruiters. They'll get more sales training, and one week will focus on helping the recruiter candidates and their families make decisions about where they want to go and how to navigate the move which often lands them away from a military base with all the accompanying support systems. Agencies have a new way to dig into the results of the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey. The Office of Personnel Management has launched a FEVS dashboard. The new online platform breaks down Federal Employees Survey feedback by index, trending questions, and more. The dashboard is housed in OPM's online data portal and is part of the agency's recent data strategy that will stretch over the next few years. The Biden administration will launch a cabinet-level task force on gaps in federal artificial intelligence policy if a new bill makes it through Congress. The Assess AI Act would require that task force to flag areas where new policies or standards are needed for the ethical use of AI in the federal government. The legislation would require all agencies to review their existing AI policies to ensure they respect civil rights, civil liberties, privacy, and due process. Colorado Senator Michael Bennett is leading the bill. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.